Darkana, where we talk some things, high school, other things a little bit awkward, and all things. <laughs> I'm not like the other D&D characters. I'm your host, Harrison Cordo, here to introduce you to co-host Matthew Easdale. Well, hello. And a very special guest, Eli Nicholas. Eli, say hello. Hi, everybody. And now we will move on. So Man, We nailed that. Yeah, we no, nailed it. We absolutely did. <laughs> not gonna brag. Not to brag, but I've said hi before, and honestly, people have said hi back. So that's wild. that's wild. I don't want to do it. Like um, half the time, they say hi back. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that's pretty good. The other half of the time, they're just trying to get to class because today we're talking about high school. What a segue! As you can see in the title, uh, we're tackling the other side of homebrew. Uh, just describing things a little bit differently, uh, because most of the game's rules in D&D is just words. And what if you made your own words? That's basically the podcast in a nutshell. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we'll definitely do listener version of this in the future. Uh, if literally any of you listening at home will talk to us, please talk to me. I made a Gmail account, Arcana at Gmail. I made a Patreon, patreon.com slash Arcana that we're not charging anyone for yet. Um, so you better get on there quick before we start charging. <laughs> <on there. laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. With a lot of free stuff on there, uh, we have a TikTok account. We are kind of at TikTok, uh, and Twitter and Instagram are cesspools, in my opinion. So unless you guys ask for it, we won't make an account on there. Maybe we'll hey, just go hey, on Harrison, Facebook for the fuck of it. Harrison, yeah. I'm asking you: Would you pretty please make a very much Earth Arcana TikTok? There, I asked. Now you have okay. to do it. I already did it. I mentioned that two minutes ago, Eli. What? Wait, you said yeah. you did have a TikTok? I thought you said yeah, you have a TikTok. That. Yeah. We've got the TikTok. It's the Twitter and Instagram that's a cesspool. Oh, that's yeah. the cesspool. Okay. So okay. please make a Twitter account and make it like the D and D version of Horny Facts, please. <laughs> All I heard was cesspool and TikTok, and I assumed that that that's yeah. what you were talking about. That's just the connection <laughs> that was formed in my I mind. I mean, it's just but... at Horny Facts, but at Horny Facts, open parenthesis, tiefling, close parenthesis. That's that's the D and D version of that. Is that... At Horny Facts Five E. <laughs> <laughs> So, Matt, stop giving away all your good uh, ideas. I know. Hey, don't don't put out the episode yet. I got some. <laughs> I got to make a Twitter account real quick. <laughs> real quick yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of horny segues, let's get back to high school. Oh boy. Okay, that's the last of the segues. I'm honestly canceling segues in this podcast because they're absolutely cursed. Uh, so yeah, we will do listener versions of this in the future, but for now uh, we just wanted to do the very basic D&D thing of people wanting to make characters in high school, because every single anime, every single YA novel, um, anything that really makes that real cash is all about high schoolers. <laughs> and it's all about high schoolers going on an adventure. Uh, so um, like every single D&D player's first campaign, uh, within our sort of age rate, age range um yeah within our sort of age range uh we play a campaign where it's in a magical school and i said all college age to make things less weird but high school age is fine you know (laughs) you you, you either say college age for just like normal adult things or whenever you say like high school age it just becomes riverdale 
And by that, I mean just absolute <laughs> insane murderous crime drama. <laughs> a lot of supernatural elements. Um, and they only did one crossover with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I won't get into that now. That always bugged me out. I've seen that episode. I... <laughs> you have seen that episode. Excellent. Should we talk about Riverdale for five minutes first? Before we get into the <laughs> actual episode. The five-minute segue into Riverdale lore. <laughs> Harrison, I have a great idea for a new podcast all about Riverdale. Riverdale. It's called Dale River. <laughs> quick, I need to make a Twitter account, Riverdale5e, real quick. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, you guys need to show up. That's the first character we're going to make. We're going to make Dale River. He's going to be our first high school Avenger. Um, he's a little bit of a bookworm. Um, he's not like other guys. He's yeah. weird. He likes books and doesn't like sports. <laughs> he's got a hat. Is it a beanie? It's got kind of a... <laughs> he's got the the, the Jughead beanie. <laughs> oh, God. We just made Jughead. <laughs> we just made Jughead, dude. What what uh t- actually that's honestly uh where most homebrew like fla- like flavor wise homebrew stops a uh, flavor for those who don't know is just describing things differently like you can still have like normal D and D ass magic spells and stuff but you just describe it as like you know instead of like slicing someone with a sword you whack someone with a bat it deals the same amount of like damage the numbers are all the same but you describe it differently that's flavor voila. Oops, all flavor. That's the that's the episode genre we're going to be doing every once in a while. Uh, so yeah, let's work backwards. So Dale River is basically Jughead. Uh, all good homebrew characters start with aping off a celebrity or a fix a pop culture character. <laughs> so how do we make Jughead one. into D anD D? Kind of what kind of what kind of what kind of class is he? Is he? He's very apathetic. So I'm thinking either rogue or warlock. He's as edgy i feel like a lot of like the plot points around him involve like him doing like a ton of research and stuff right yeah he's an investigator he's 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 like an investigative reporter but like also like not great at it exactly (laughs) like most things in riverdale but uh yeah his version of um investigative reporting is just like looking at a tweet is just like oh maybe i should check this out he goes there and just yells about how he's different than other guys and like how he's a weirdo for like five minutes until and someone then somehow then somehow stumbles across like the piece of evidence that he needs to like put the whole puzzle that he's been just conjecturing about together and exactly and that's kind of how it works. He's mainly just like a he's a cross between a private eye and a stand up comedian that's not very successful. <laughs> so basically, a Twitter account or just a Redditor, oh, okay. basically. Fancies himself an investigative reporter. Um, but yeah, that's honestly a very easy type of homebrew to do in a sort of uh, modern high school kind of setting. Um, you basically, um, there are different like pitfalls with like making, so basically Dungeons and Dragons classes are divided into two types of either a martial class, you know, melee driven based, just like swinging swords, punching and kicking very good. Or spellcasters, you know, like casting spells is obviously very hard to justify in a modern setting. You know, you can like hand wave it a little bit with technology and just say it's like different little sort of party tricks and all that kind of thing. But it's very hard to say, oh, um, I throw out a pretty like sharp playing card and deal a damage of an Eldritch Blast against someone. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely pitiful there. But also martial characters uh, get pretty insane. They're like... Um, because D&D is like level 1 to 20, you basically go from like a pretty solid like athlete adventurer to a god at level 20. 
So basically just like, okay, uh, I'm not magic, but I can jump 60 feet into the air with one move. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, rogues uh, are honestly probably the easiest uh, martial class to like justify uh, in a way because basically you sneak around in a shadow and you jump out and hit someone when they're distracted, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why uh, one of my personal favorites for like uh, basically any sort of modern uh, character you're rolling, uh, but especially like high school level characters, is uh, the Inquisitive Rogue. So the Inquisitive subclass uh, gives you a lot of cool stuff. Um, basically, you're very good at like insight checks. You know, understanding if people are lying or not. Uh, if a cre- if a creature is lying, uh, you treat any roll of seven or lower as an eight. Uh, so basically, you have a pretty much daring a guaranteed middling success or better success while investigating um, because you have a because rogues have a baseline of what they can do very well and that's pretty important for like a modern thing of just like you putting all your sort of abilities and like all your sort of uh, character the weight of your character is on one sort of ability and when they fail that it kind of feels like it's against the character that's a pitfall for a few things like in our campaign Eli has a negative one to intelligence and as a paladin, um, you need intelligence for most things. Well, that's that's just because I'm bad at D&D. If I was good at D&D, I wouldn't have done that to my character. See, and that's why I'm good at D&D, because my <laughs> negative three intelligence character uh, happened to be on a character that doesn't need intelligence, which mm. I totally planned out and didn't just make a meme build that happened to be <laughs> extremely broken. <laughs> Yeah, and luckily for me as a forever DM, uh, nobody called out the DM on letting their players roll bad numbers because they don't know the game as well. And are more invested in fucking around than doing good damage. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we started with our first high school level character, a classic sort of PI Twitter type. Um, yeah, we basically yeah, did classic, successfully made classic um, private investigator Twitter type. You know that <laughs> old archetype. <laughs> uh, this is an old archetype. This is the, uh, an archetype for a new age. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's our first sort of teen heartthrob, Dale uh, River. Um, he's a very good private eye uh, and has a lot of abilities of just being like, "Hey, I look at the guy. Can I punch him better?" And the DM goes, "Yeah, sure. You rolled good enough." <laughs> yeah which is what most martial classes are all about it's just hey how well can you look and how well can you swing um now matthew you had another idea for um the best way to learn is just by doing so we're just going to keep making a few characters and maybe give you give those of you at home some ideas about what character you can roll uh as a high schooler now Matt, yeah, who's your so- high school character what are we rolling with all right, this is kind of in the same vein as like Riverdale. I'm imagining like a very like Riverdale tone around this character, uh, and I've kind of been thinking about it for a little bit. So um, he's a bear folk bard, um, and he, you know, he used to have it all made. He had a spot in town where he was beloved by all who came to see him perform until he fell into into drugs and living a bad lifestyle with Very friends good. who took advantage of his mm. good nature to drag him into uh, um, uh, a poor <laughs> lifestyle. And that got him in trouble with the law and he was banished from his home and, uh, and exiled into the woods where he now lives amongst the creatures of the wilderness. <laughs> so now he's in forest high school. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he still has to go to high school, so oh, he, of course. he okay. comes back for high school, but he, he lives commutes. in the woods. Yeah, and his name is Boog. 
Yeah. Matt, all of your characters are the same. You only make the same character over and over again. No, this no, is no, just no. drug from the campaign that we're currently playing. <laughs> he lives in the woods. He's a bard this time. Oh, he's a bard. Oh, I'm so he's sorry. A not a not a a Neanderthal skeleton barbarian. Okay. Well, what right. if he just wasn't a what if he just wasn't a bard? Now, hear me out. I've had an epiphany talking to you guys. So, uh, every high schooler has some amount of musical experience. So, I'm thinking every single high school here, you must make have one level of bard so you can play an <laughs> instrument and then an actual class for the rest of it. So, it, it sounds like you're describing more of a ranger. Uh, so, there's a very classic sort of ranger. You just play as like a scout or like a hunter. Um, just like, hey, nature's your thing. If you're outside of nature, you are effed, dude. You are not doing uh, enough damage. Um, though I think rangers are fun and people are kind of hard on them. So yeah, I think it'd be yeah. very funny to have just like one level of bard, but you can't play any instruments because you're a bear now. <laughs> I mean, I do like playing rangers, but as I am clearly trying to rip off Boog from Open Season, I think I have to go the, <laughs> the bard route to maintain the sort of... See, this is again my my character building mindset where I am very much going for a vibe, not necessarily an effective character. I wouldn't say a vibe as much uh, intellectual property theft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's the like vibe I'm moment. going for is a cease and desist letter yeah. from... <laughs> so now that, you've, now that you've revealed yourself, you've outed yourself for being upset with Boog from Open Season, Open <laughs> 2006, close parenthesis? I, I think um, so. Somewhere okay, in there. Okay. What's the best? There's not an exact dance version of a bard you know there's like blade singer for wizard uh actually we should probably fix this in our book or something as a homebrew thing but yeah, yeah i mean comic book bard. and like early 2000s like universal pictures animated kids movies inspired <laughs> D <D&D> homebrew <laughs> characters <laughs> sounds uh, like a pretty good like subtitle for a book comic. hold on yeah, you've written a lot of homebrew, Harrison, but I'm frankly disappointed that you haven't made a series on the open season film. <laughs> yeah, no, you haven't made Elliot yet. <laughs> the heck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Open season is a Sony Pictures movie. My oh, bad. God. It, it makes it's important where you're going to be getting that season to cis letter from. Exactly. Yeah, know. exactly. A Boog Bear uh, is honestly very exciting because there is a very excellent subclass known as the College of the Swords. Uh, bards have multiple colleges because they have to learn music from somewhere, right? And you need a very expensive college degree to learn how to play uh, notes over and over again, as I'm sure <laughs> people here know. So yeah, basically you can just have claws instead of swords and just do a lot of cool flourishes and a lot of flashy cool things as Boog. Uh, or there's just the College of Eloquence, you know. is is Boog is very well spoken in open season, uh, with the many uh, dulcet tones of Martin Lawrence in the first one, and um, yeah. a white guy doing an impersonation of Martin Lawrence in the sequels. <laughs> because, <laughs> fun fact, uh, a white guy has played Donkey more times than Eddie Murphy, and that should haunt you for the rest of your days. Oh, oh no, I suddenly don't want to be Boog anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're out. We're back. Let's, let's pull the ripcord. We're backing out. Okay, College of Eloquence. A fancy dance, yeah. We will have to fix a dancing bard in the future, but until then, Eli, what's our high school character? What's our next high school heartthrob to fill out our, our teen oh, drama no. cast? Well, here's the thing. You know, in, in all your high school movies, there's always the popular kids. Um, and who's more popular than the homecoming court or the prom court? 
Ooh. What kind? You're more knowledgeable about D and D than I am, Harrison. What yeah. kind of class okay. would well reflect? This is what the podcast is all fucking sort about. Of a, okay, so a homecoming. I mean, court. we play with a popular girl in our campaign. The obvious thing is like who is truly blessed? So a sorcerer, of course. Sorcerers in D and D are born with magical power and are very uh, are are all charisma based. Uh, which is also very important. So yeah, charismatic base, born with magical power. It's just the perfect combination. That's why um, we have a very talented, uh, popular girl in our uh, sort of magic school campaign. Uh, that's a wild magic sorcerer. You know, things don't go our way with our magic sometimes, but it's basically no consequence because she's so rich and so powerful. But for completely like, yeah, there's a few different sort of uh, sorceress origins, uh, subclasses for sorcerer that work very well. So yeah, there's a bit more of like sort of moody, dramatic popular kid you know uh from like you could go with a shadow sorcerer you know they stick to the shadows mostly um but they still have a lot of attention and a lot of people are really enamored with them with all their sort of strange abilities and a way to slip away from crowds basically display like the sort of uh, weight that being popular uh kind of drowns <laughs> you in terrible you know weight. the suffering from suffering from success <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, maybe like a more like distant sort of hermity kind of a recluse type of uh, popular that's student a, is very important. That's definitely an option. What, what what options do we have? Yeah, for someone who's more socially minded. Uh, there's aberrant mind. You know, uh, we have the aberrant mind. Uh, this is basically there's uh, there's been a slew of just sort of like psionic, uh, basically like telecon- telepathic, like you know, straight up superpowers in the sort of Tasha's Cauldron of Everything um, source book. Uh, there's a lot of like just mind powers and stuff, but just having just like a very, you know, a very popular student that can like get in your head and like know what you're thinking, uh, but also just being more smart than they seem. You know, it's it's still very high charisma based, but having a very good intelligence uh, modifier as well. Yeah, because in telepathic speech, uh, for the minimum of miles equal to your charisma fire, oh my god, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, you basically talk in people's minds uh, and all the good stuff. A uh, very good flavor for that would just be just like everyone's always thinking about those, so they know what you're thinking at any moment. They can just predict it because they're you're always on somebody's mind. Um, is a good way to be non magical or um, like all D and D. Just say it's magic. It's fine. Magic's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's also fun to work around limitations of like not being magical but still having your stuff. Um, also very important for the aberrant mind. Uh, you have resistance to psychic damage. No one can get to you. No one can charm you. No one can frighten you. Which is, um, it's very good to have a powerful popular kid, you know, because uh, most movies are written by nerds and geeks, dude. And they're always <laughs> like, oh, uh, popular kids always have a tough time because they have a hard home. It's just like, no, they're rich and they're happy. And they're happier than you because they're rich. That's how most popular kids actually are. We live in a grim society. <laughs> Yo, we live in a society. We live in a society, man. Popular kids are doing way better than everybody. They're sad when their dad yells at them because they yell at everybody. But when their dad is dead, they'll get all their money. So it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> Dang, this took okay. a turn. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're talking about high school dramas, you know. Also, well, I'd like to point out. Go ahead. Well, I would like to level the same criticism at you, Eli. This seems very similar to your other character, except oh, this damn. Oh, no! Actually popular. <laughs> <laughs> what Matt is alluding to is the fact that in the same, this very same campaign we've been referencing that we're doing together about mm-hmm. a magical high school, high school, 
I play a, a jockey football. Well, the the sort of this world's analog to football player, um, uh, Calvin Ball. Calvin Ball, yes, um, and he's very outgoing yeah. very he likes to think of himself as very popular yeah well, um, well, here's the thing, fact, here's the thing about that story yeah, we'll turn this into some tabletop advice um uh, i was very inspired by brennan lee mulligan uh brennan told me his character was a uh, senior at his school and very popular and like the top of his team and i said no you're that's not a character that's a that's not a character starting with any flaws at all. It's just like hey i have everything i want when we start the game and i just had to <laughs> on the first day be like no you don't no, you're a freshman and you're very talented and your talent threatens people higher above you. So they don't like you. So, yeah, um, give the players uh, the powers and abilities they want, but don't let them. Social standing is very important to start low, you know, like even uh, with our popular character, she is popular, um, but the other popular kids are very cruel and will stab each other in the back for a vacation or something. And then you've got the kind of player like me who comes up with an idea like a, a reanimated skeleton of a Neanderthal. And the DM is just like, okay, sure. <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, speaking of players that have it all, I think you're, you're, you're looking in the wrong direction for characters that have it all. Who doesn't want to be a reanimated Neanderthal living in the woods with a little pet? A with a little badger. Pet? Badger. I mean, Greg's loving the life, dude. What are you talking about? Exactly. Man? Greg knows what's up. I mean, that's he like the... just misses his family, but he also, at least mechanically in the game, seems to have gotten kind of over it. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a long, long time to get over his family. Exactly. You know, just as a straight up, just dead skeleton, just getting resurrected in class by accident. Um, yeah, I will say that is one thing that I, in future games, would like to lean into a little bit more, is, like, this character essentially just, like, woke up thousands of years in the future after having their entire family killed, and uh, I did not play that at all the first. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, I got plans, However yeah. many games we played. I wrote a flashback so. for you, I think, five months ago, and we just haven't played. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Little flashbacks for um, honestly. Uh, also, tabletop uh, tip at home. Here's a tabletop tip. Here's a table tip. Um, whenever you write stuff, just hold on to it because uh, you're not going to be able to use it for a while. Make sure you have copies because <laughs> yeah. I did lose Eli's backstory once, so I had to rewrite it from what I remembered. So, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right, a, a quick a quick pivot, you guys. I need to I need to just get this out of my system. Get it out earlier when you guys said, "Oh, we just made Jughead." I had to. A, a moment of panic when I uh, realized that I do not know who Jughead is because I have not seen Riverdale or, or read any Archie comics. So I was like, all right, well, it's time to hit up Google real fast. And so I Googled Jughead and now I'm on the Jughead Jones Archie comics wiki. No. And a short scroll down the wiki page for Jughead. <laughs> I found a mini series entitled, Jughead's Time Police. Oh, yeah. That's featuring cool. Jughead as a member of the Time Police in the 29th century, yeah. an organization that ensures history to remain the same for the future's sake. In the series, the beanie that Jughead has gives him the ability to time travel by thinking. Ooh. And that has made me think 
how do we create characters for a 29th century high school? Okay. And are they all part of the time police? Um, how does this play into it? It's the same, but inflation is worse. Uh, okay, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so basically Jughead is now a, cro- a chronogy wizard. Um, you have time spells as a wizard. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's an easy fix. Um, my favorite uh, run is Jughead of the Dead, where... Um, I think Moose ran over Jughead's dog, so he asked uh, his stepsister, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, to resurrect the dog, but then he turned everyone in Riverdale into zombies. And then he had to clear. <laughs> That's one of my favorite runs. Archie comics are very good. I highly recommend Archie versus the Predator and Archie versus the Punisher, where the Punisher... <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, they basically go camping, and then the Predator takes, out, takes them out one by one. And then Archie looks like a gangster that ran away from the Punisher. So the Punisher is trying to assassinate Archie as he's trying to get ready for prom. It's very good. These are wild. I just have no idea how wild Archie comics are. No one does. Also, hot off the presses, speaking of popular girls, um, you know, we're all into astrology here. And by into astrology, I mean, hear about it all the time from the youths (laughs) of our generation consistently. Uh, I know nothing about it, but it's probably something to do with the moon. And hot off the presses, uh, from an old uh, Unearthed Arcana that I haven't read yet. Um, we should do an episode reading Unearthed Arcana soon, actually, because I'm kind of behind yeah. on those sort of articles from Wizard of the Coast. Uh, there's a lunar magic sorcerer. So, yeah, you basically worship the moon and get moon stuff. Ooh. And also, depending on the lunar phase, you get different powers, which is how um, teenage girls operate, I imagine, when you're into astrology. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how astrology works, is exactly. moon change and so do powers. Exactly, moon power. Let's do let's do uh one or three more characters depending on how much we want longer to talk because this is a podcast and we talk until we don't talk anymore. Welcome to podcasting. God, that sounds like we're going to talk until we die. <laughs> You've entered the contract. <laughs> you must see it out. You must talk until you no longer can. Uh Eli, you were in the Boy Scouts, right? My cricket I with was that? Boy Scouts. Yeah, what's I a sort of like nature-driven teen? Uh, what kind of flavor would that bring to a D&D character? Well, I mean, I think the obvious one. <laughs> uh, the obvious nature-driven teen would be the pothead. Classic. Ooh, yeah, very good. <laughs> well, um, well, ooh. I think nature-driven is a perfect descriptor. <laughs> so, so. That's actually a pretty good idea. So there's two options for Pothead. So we could do a uh, circle of dreams. You know, you're you're very sleepy. You're very in people's heads. You know, it's very like a mind-based sort of like Feywild uh, kind of vibe for a druid. You know, you go to sleep, you go into people's dreams. Uh, you can put people to sleep, that kind of thing, which, um, you know, a lot of mind-altering substance uh, affect your sleep, to say the least. Um, and to say the most, I can't do that because I haven't done any research. And I will not <laughs> um, another cool circle is the circle of spores they can do. You can be a very sort of anti-drug message. You could be very just like poisonous druid, you know. Uh, you have a lot of mind-altering substance. Maybe you make your own sort of edibles that are very tainted and just sort of... Ah, man, rotten edible is a very bad mental image. <laughs> but that's what you do. Um, also... Uh, you can make zombies and stuff, which, you know, honestly, all these yous are turning into the re- reefer madness. With their, their <laughs> turning into zombies with all of their phones and <laughs> all their phones and, and drugs. And their rock music. Their rock music and drugs and podcasts. 
All these kids are <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> these all these yeah. kids are podcasting now. <laughs> Disgusting. So yeah, that, that's a classic, just sort of pothead archetype. Um, also, a lot of druid spells are pretty trippy, so that kind of helps with mind altering substances. Uh, Matt, what's our what's our next character? I got another naturey one for you that I feel like is a vibe probably not a lot of people go for. Um, I grew up around a lot of rural folks um, as as urban people might call them. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, there's there's a lot of connection to nature, but I feel like when most people say like connection to nature, they, they picture like a more like hippie type, like, mm. uh, but I'm picturing someone more who like fancies themselves a mountain man. Uh, because right, they like go yeah. fishing every once in a while. Someone, someone and, who tries to tame nature, you know, conquer nature exactly. instead of be one with nature. Uh, that way, they can have the sickest ATV tracks in their backyard, <laughs> 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 like that kind, of, that kind of person. So maybe like a, maybe not like a spellcaster, but this is more in like the ranger category, probably, where they yeah. probably have a dog familiar. A most most rural folks I know exactly. who do a lot of like hunting and fishing have some sort of dog that they take with them. Exactly. Ranger uh, is kind of like the perfect sort of middle ground between like you have some text kind of spells and like a lot of uh, melee just sort of attacks and like a lot of there's like you can get pets uh, or you can be very good. There's like a gloom stalker, which is you're good at walking at night. You know, it's like one of those people that complains. But it's like, honestly, I love a good night walk, you know, get it in the darkness. You know, I actually have very good vision at night. Yeah, the type of person who goes out and sits in their truck and thinks about crazy shit kind of thing. <laughs> like that sort of flavor of me. Yeah, yeah there's also Fae Wanderer. Yeah. It's just like a very just sort of like – I imagine Fae Wanderer is just like a rich person walking around just like, oh, I just let nature guide me wherever I go because I have <laughs> the sort of financial stability to just walk anywhere and be free. Yeah, so I, I feel like the ranger, too, like more like flavor-wise, kind of fits into more like the hunter-fisher-trapper kind of yeah kind of vibe that I feel like a lot of people who wear car, yeah, I mean, car going to, hats are going for. Uh, <laughs> our, our, our high school isn't very like, you know, we were like on the nicer side of town, so we had a lot of like, you know, teens that were like, you know, hunters and fishers and all that to a uh, worrying extent uh, for a lot of just like odd protests. Uh, we'll call them. Um, yeah. What class would a libertarian Gadsden flag flying team <laughs> fall into? That's the real question. Yeah. Yeah, but also your your idea of conquest and like wanting to take nature is pretty interesting as well because there's a lot of like dark paladins that I could play as well. You know, they're religions, but not basically religious to gods. They're like oath of conquest. You're a paladin that like just wants to conquer things. Mm. So I imagine just like a very aggressive like Instagram influencer that's just like I go on all the hikes in the world and just you know all kinds of hikes, uh, just going to every hotel and demanding you're an influencer to basically get a bunch of free service and like a bunch of cross promotion. Um, <laughs> just a very just sort of rabid, just sort of like dark reflection of like Instagram users is a pretty funny thing. So just, that's that's your your oath of uh, oath of conquest, paladin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's also that, oath that of glory. Works. It's just like that people will works. know how well I am. Oath of glory, uh, which I'm. Yeah, with basically just like very sports-minded uh, kind of paladins of just like yeah, I'm gonna do well, and people are gonna know I'm gonna do well. I'm all about that grind, bro. Which is a lot of paladins, a whole vibe. Um, Eli, let's go for one more. What's the what's the final subclass we're gonna make? 
for our um, Oops All Flavor I, episode. Know, this whole time I've been starting, when I've been thinking of these characters, I've been starting from, all right, what what sort of uh, archetype of a high schooler or teenager am I going to work with? Um, instead, I want to I want to try to figure out what uh, start from uh, like the I'm thinking the the warlock maybe class Ooh, okay. and go from there and try to find a an arch a high schooler archetype that matches with a warlock because this one is is confounding me a little bit. Yeah, oh, I mean, these I are listed as seekers <laughs> of the knowledge. Uh, Warlocks are seekers of the knowledge that lie hidden in the fabric of the multiverse. Through packs made with mysterious beings of supernatural power, warlocks unlock magical effects, both subtle and spectacular. Matt, what is your idea for a high right, so warlock? Warlocks, they like they study hard, right? So they're like That's the true. like super smart kids who like early in school uh, did really well without really having to try. Exactly, and then yes. they have so many classes. And then they must later in with the devil. I know. So what I'm thinking is like a like a super burnt out warlock, (laughs) (laughs) who used to be like top of the class, and now this is kind of like a like a slacker who has trouble like motivating himself to like do stuff. Yeah. Uh, And and yeah, sort of that kind of vibe. That's a little likable moment I had. To add to that, to add to that. So so another part of the whole warlock thing is that they. The, the second half is that through packs made with mysterious beings of supernatural power, they they achieve their their magical prowess. Mm-hmm. And so my thought is, so you have you have high schooler exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. didn't have to try very hard to be successful in school. They've they've hit difficulty in high school, and the fact that they haven't learned how to study uh, well, they've just gone off of their natural um, aptitude until this point super burnt out but they still have like this superiority complex from being really good at Very stuff throughout their entire school career so they sign a, a, a pact with some like uh um lowcraftian horror to get their their uh, power to, to continue to be to, like they sign their soul away so they can be valedictorian exactly yeah they're taking so many credits they must have made to do it at level okay so i'm gonna unite two exactly. of these ideas and bring them into into regular reality so so there's uh, the patron of the end dying, which is like very good to be that. So yeah, I think we just described the unresting warlock where you just drink gallons and gallons of coffee and tea, just so much caffeine <laughs> that you do not rest. You do not sleep. And you basically just, just like, study. yeah, you can spare the dying. Basically every time you like splash coffee in someone's face, you just like, wake up. I got to get this adventure done before I can study Hurry <laughs> <laughs> and go. Um, yeah, the unresting warlock is uh, an excellent character uh, that we may see again because uh, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap up this episode very much on Arthurcon, and next episode, um, I would like to announce that we are going to do the other type of episode in this podcast. So this is basically going to be the quick trial period. You know, basically, gravity. What episode you like? We're going to be running a one shot play testing. Um, the concept of high school. We haven't done enough subclasses from our book to playtest those characters, but we are just going to have a little bit of fun and just show you how the game is on this next one-shot, Pride Pines. A couple All of right. teen sleuths solve a mystery at their sort of small-town coastal high school. So, yeah. Will you see these characters again? Will Dale River make a return? <laughs> no. Uh, but we'll roll some pretty <laughs> no. good characters as well. Absolutely not. High school. Uh, I do like the unresting warlock idea. That's something yeah. i enjoy as well yeah but yeah we'll have to see that uh for next time after finals week because dear god we're doing all these during finals <laughs> week 
just to stay sane. So yeah, good luck to all our boys at home and on the chat going into their finals. Do you guys have anything to plug uh, coming up in the next two weeks or so? Um, I am just going to plug taking a mental health break every once in a while so you don't become an uh, unrested warlock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I because, am going to plug you know, not yeah. taking a mental health break because don't you want that unlimited power granted to you by Cthulhu? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll plug staying it. on that grind. Just think about it. That's all I'm saying. All I'm doing is planting a little seed. <laughs> uh, I'm, in, that, in that case, I'm going to plug signing your soul away uh, to a Lovecraftian horror for the power, but also taking a mental health break every once in a while because Damn, now you have right. the power to do that anyway. Exactly. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's right. Damn, checkmate. Yeah, he got me. And on that checkmate, uh, we close out this podcast. Stay safe and stay sane, everyone. Bye.